Welcome to Europe First Minisodes, raw, unedited, and just me sharing thoughts and ideas. I hope you find this a valuable little toolkit to contemplate today. I've been giving a lot of thought to alignment, the word alignment and what that looks like in a life, what that looks like in my life and in my body, in my mind. Alignment feels and has felt a little bit elusive. Um, what alignment really comes down to for me when, I'm, when I've been sitting and thinking about it is that our metaphysical is out of balance. So our metaphysical is our theory of reality, our idea of what makes reality, reality. So in this way, I'm referring to the metaphysical being out of balance in that our theory or our perception of reality is misaligned or out of alignment with what our spirit or our essence or our soul really is. So when these two things are out of whack, our physical bodies are unwell. And I think as a culture, as a society, we listen too much to what we think should be happening and how we should be operating and what our lives should look like and not enough around what we need to be happening, what we need ourselves to feel and what we need to do to feel right with ourselves. So this misalignment can a lot of times manifest in a drive for success or a real focus on a need for proof of our worth. What makes us do and say and participate in all kinds of things that aren't a fit for us. And so when we do this, it messes with our internal software. We are the most beautiful forms of computers ever to exist. And yet we keep trying to operate with messed up out of line software. We've got a bug in our system <laughs> and our bodies are screaming for us to get it out. And I know mine for most of my adult life has been screaming, telling me I have an out of aligned sense of reality, that my spirit and my soul are asking for me to operate in a completely different way than I'm choosing to operate on a daily basis. And proof of that was that my body was overwhelmed with ailments. I looked relatively healthy on the outside. I mean, to look at me, I looked you know, youthful and energetic and put together. But that's really what it was. I was put together in kind of this false front. And really, I felt tired, really deeply tired. I was often short of breath, always kind of on the verge of a panic attack. I had disruptive sleep. I would grind my teeth, which gave me chronic and very painful TMJ. I had adult acne. I was overweight in that kind of fit kind of way. I had poor digestion. My lips were always peeling. I had a lump in my throat. My shoulder and jaw were always sore. I had a locked up lower back. I was a mess. I didn't look like it, but I was. Inside, I was scrambled. And I just got tired of feeling tired and unwell all the time. Nothing I did to my body 
was working. None of the external cures were helping. No amount of creams or vitamins, diet changes, supplements, massages, none of that was going to actually fix a misalignment of my spirit. And for others, this could look differently. Those were my ailments, but other forms of this can be chronic headaches, body aches, foggy brain, demotivation, never feeling fully awake or engaged in your life, chronic infections, skin sensitivity, sensitivity to noise or sound or light. These are your body saying, you're doing too much, you're taking on too much, you're inputting too much, you're volunteering for too much, you have way too much to do. And when my body would cry for help, I used to patch it up with medication. I'd pop some Advil, drink alcohol. Um, I never really got into prescription meds, but those are a good way to try and fix yourself up quickly. Fighting with other people is a great way to patch over a much deeper issue and longing of our hearts. Drama also, man, drama is a big one. I use drama, mostly other people's drama, as a plentiful distraction for my life so that I didn't actually have to take an internal look at what was really plaguing me. So all of these forms of patching ourselves together are readily available, socially acceptable, and really something that we use to stay out of alignment, but think that they will be the thing that helps us into alignment. And it's really quite the opposite. What I started doing to bring myself into a sense of better well-being, where my body and my soul were feeling like they were working together as a team, the first step was to slow down, to check in with my body, to stretch and breathe, and then to allow myself to sit quietly with no distractions for a few minutes. Initially, a few minutes felt like a really long time. I started to build in space in the calendar to do nothing. I claimed victory over a weekend day where we said no to everything and just got quiet. And part of getting quiet was getting out into nature, going on a walk, not running, going on a walk, a slow, quiet, meditative walk in nature, contemplating sunshine and bird songs and dewdrops on the leaves, really being present in nature to breathe, to center, to get right, not to burn calories, not to accomplish anything, but to come home to ourselves, to yourself, to myself. And I also, when, when I was able to get quiet and really listen to my body, I began to make different food choices I began to eat things that nourished and filled me. Tea instead of coffee, fruit instead of cookies, just little choices of 
changing things out or adding healthy things, not necessarily giving something up, but adding something healthy or just in that moment making a better choice. And by doing so, that allowed some actual physical healing in my body. And the physical healing started to make me feel a little bit better. And that allowed me to be present with my breath and to tap into feelings, uncomfortable feelings. So one of the things that I think we don't give ourselves enough time or space to do is cry. Let's talk about crying for a minute. We don't do enough of it. We think of it as a weakness and losing control. We have a real cultural stigma around crying, and not just with boys and men, but with all of us. How often do we start to cry and then apologize? How often do we say, I am sorry, I lost myself there for a minute. I, I don't know where that came from. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, so much judgment. So much judgment around a tool and a right and a very beautiful thing that we have the ability to do that brings us into alignment with ourselves. It's a cleansing. It's a setting right between body and soul. Crying is honesty. Crying is surrender. It's purity and an act of bringing us into alignment. We cannot cry and also be dishonest with ourselves. So crying is the most beautiful act of self-care and honesty that we can do. And here's the beautiful thing. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't involve anybody else. It just requires us to get still enough and quiet enough to tap into the thing that needs to come out that needs to be grieved, that needs to be let go. That is what crying affords us. Wow, wow, what a gift. So when we do these small acts of self-care that I don't actually think are small, they're actually monumental. They might be quiet. They might be invisible. They might be very private. But they are not small. They are in just incredible modalities of moving heaven and earth inside of ourselves. So when we do these small acts of self-care that help us quiet our mind and nourish our body, then our spirit can begin to speak to us. We give it a voice. We give it space to speak. And when you give it a voice, it can tell you what it needs, what it wants, what it desires, what it craves. Listen, listen to that. That is your operating instructions. If you want operating instructions, if you feel confused, foggy, lost, 
demotivated, really not knowing what your next step should be. This, 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 my friends, is how you get your operating instructions to come right up. Boom. There they are. You start this alignment of honesty with yourself, of real surrender to yourself. And that is your internal wisdom, your divinity, your already knowing. You already know what you need to feel whole and complete. You already have it in you. We just create so much distraction and noise that we think we don't know. But we do, we do, we know, we know, we know. So this is really, this aligning is really less about doing and more about undoing, doing less. And when you move to do something, when you do choose to do, let it be with purity of intention. Let it be from a place of your own authenticity, your own knowing. And this is how we gradually and gently and beautifully move into what we call alignment with ourselves. This is how we feel the ailments fall away and the healing come naturally. We start to feel better, so we crave to feel better. And when we understand what it is to feel healthy and rested and whole, we crave to feel more rested and healthy and whole. And that gives way to wanting to make better choices for ourselves, going to bed early, eating more nourishing foods, having calmer more centered and grounded conversations, not engaging with things that bring us other stuff. So we stop wanting the things that make us feel icky. We stop wanting the things that make us feel unwell. We stop wanting the things and the interactions and the relationship and the engagement with things that don't further our ability to feel healthy, well, and whole. And so when we do these things that bring us into alignment, there is a natural surge of energy. So you want to exercise. There is a natural feeling of joy. So you want to eat better. There's less anxiety. There's more peace. And then you naturally get a healthy glow without, without creams and potions and lotions and scrubs. You naturally embody a vibrancy and a magnetism, a joy and a delight in life. And that brings about a natural age reversal and a feeling of youth. It is all there for us. It is all there for you. It really can be yours. And you don't have to click here and buy now with anything else but you. You don't have to go to the link in bio for this. You don't have to compromise for this. You don't have to settle for this. You don't have to sign up for this. You don't have to abandon yourself for this. You don't have to remove yourself from yourself for this. 
This is already in you. This is already there for you to claim. This is already yours. So I invite you to give this to yourself as a gift, to find that quiet place, to find that overdue cry, to make that better choice in that moment, to have an honest conversation with yourself, to find a place in you that wants to care for yourself so deeply and purely that it is the first and last thing you think about in your day. And in so doing, things will naturally align with you. Things that fit and feel good, things that you want to do, things that feel exciting and whole and good will naturally align with you and find you. And all of those other things will start to fall away naturally. They will just go. They will just go. So today, I invite you to delight in the things that light you up. Those things are carrying a message to you. Those things that make your heart leap, those things that say yes to you, those are carrying a message for you, just for you, to tell you this, this is where we need to be. And in so doing, your body aligns with your soul and your metaphysical sense of reality aligns with your soul. And all of these things line up. Your head, your heart, your gut, your center of creativity and creation. And all of those start to swirl into an energetic alignment and your body follows and your body follows, and your body follows. It's a beautiful, beautiful process. And I invite you to play with it, to find curiosity with it, and to be gentle with yourself today. Because all of these things are waiting for you, and they want you just as much as you want them. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to being with you next time. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share, like, or leave a review. Until next time, this is Leanne, and you're up first. Mm-hmm.